You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. What's the difference in the yeast of the Pharisees and hypocrisy in the yeast of Herod? Very simple. Pharisees keep up a religious front and they're hiding it. When you're Herod, you're just, you're just going to do it. You're just going to do it. And everybody knows. Everybody knows the sin in your life. Everybody sees it. But you're just going to do it. Because Herod doesn't care. Jesus would not have warned about these yeast to his starting team if his starting team was not susceptible to these yeast. Jesus had serious warnings for his disciples, knowing that they'd struggle in certain ways. He pointed out the Pharisees, religious on the outside but full of hidden sin, and Herod, living in outright rebellion to God. He warned them to avoid these things. Pastor Danny will point out today how these things will eventually ruin you and your walk with God. God doesn't want your sin, either hidden or blatant, to ruin you. He wants you to walk in his light, free and forgiving. He wants to grow you and bless you in unbelievable ways. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of Mark, chapter 8, as he continues his message, Challenges to Christian Growth and Maturity. Jesus said. Listen carefully. I tell you what, don't worry about your life, what you'll eat or what you'll drink, about your body, what you will wear. I used to worry about what I would wear and then I got married and my wife tells me what to wear now. <laughs> but he's not talking about fashion here. He's not talking about fashion. He's talking about needs. Needs. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They don't sow or reap or store away in barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. I've never seen a sparrow at an ATM machine. Are you not more valuable, much more valuable than they? Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow? They don't labor, they don't spin. Yet I tell you that even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? Oh, you of little faith. You of little faith. Are you so dull? Do you still not understand? So don't worry. Saying, what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What are we going to wear? Again, he's not talking about fashion. He's talking about needs of life. For the pagans run after all these things. Unbelievers, people who don't know God. That's what they do. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first His kingdom, His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. You don't, have to, you don't have to make that the goal in life. God will just do it. So, here's the basics of the Christian life. Here it is. You've got to learn to trust God. And if you give Him what little you have and honor Him with what little you have, listen, He will take care of you. You can trust Him. 
I have to move beyond my motive and focus in life being physical and financial. Deuteronomy 8 talks about the wilderness wanderings of the Israelites. And God tells them there, I led you, and I caused you to hunger, and I caused you to thirst, and I took you through some very difficult circumstances in life to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Listen, you see it in our prayer request. Look, I'm including me. I'm just as human as you. You see it in our prayer request. You see it, you hear it, you know, and the way we live life. And, and some people never move beyond this basic of the Christian life. They never go deeper. They never go deeper. You need to understand, you can trust God. He knows your need. He knows your need. And so get your focus off just the money, not just the physical and the financial. Get your eyes on heaven and be a good worker and be faithful and then let God take care of you. First step in the Christian life and the, one of the greatest challenges because, look, Israel wandered for 40 years. I got scripture after scripture here that we don't have time to go into. Scripture after scripture. You read the book of Numbers. And it goes through the accounts of the wilderness wanderings. And pretty much every other chapter, pretty much every other chapter, they're grumbling and they're complaining about life situation and life circumstances. They're not learning to trust God. Because when you learn to trust Him, then you stop worrying. Basic, basic, basic challenge of the Christian life that a lot of people never move beyond. Their focus is on physical and financial needs. <laughs> All right, I spent a lot of time on that, but there's a second point here. What did Jesus say? In Mark chapter 8, after the feeding, they forgot to bring bread. They discussed among themselves because Jesus said, be careful, watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees and that of Herod. They huddle up and they go, because we forgot to bring bread. And he goes, are you so dull? I'm not talking to you about bread. Look, I'm getting, we're talking beyond the physical here. I'm talking spiritual stuff now, all right? I'm talking more important stuff. I know you have needs, and don't you know that I'll take care of your needs? I just multiplied fish and bread, and I did it not just once. I did it twice. Hey, stop thinking about the bread. We got bread. We got plenty of bread. Even when you can't see it, we got it. So now you want to go deeper? You want to go deeper? Here's what he's saying. Watch out. Watch out. For the yeast of the Pharisees and that of Herod. What's the yeast of the Pharisees? Well, I'm going to give you two emphases. One, uh, the, the yeast of the Pharisees, it's freedom from the love of money. Now, this is interesting, isn't it? It's an interesting transition from trusting God for your needs to now being free from the love of money. Why is it an interesting transition? I, I call it a tricky transition. Why? Because you don't have to trust God even when, you, um, even when it doesn't make sense financially to honor God with the little you have, and he will provide for you supernaturally. And once you realize I have a supernatural God, <laughs> the authorities come to Peter. They say, does your master pay the temple tax? Peter's like, well, yeah, I'm sure he does. Yes. I don't think Peter had any money at that moment. I don't think Jesus had any at that moment. Well, yes, he does. He goes back where Jesus is. Jesus says, uh, Peter, go catch a fish. First fish you catch, open his mouth. Peter goes out, catches a fish, opens the fish's mouth. Guess what's in the fish's mouth? <laughs> Enough tax 
for him and Jesus. I've been wanting that to happen to me for years and years and years. It hasn't happened yet, but I'm still hopeful. <laughs> Catch that big grouper, open his mouth. Honey, guess what happened? We got enough for the taxes. I mean, that's what happened, though. It literally happened. And here's the tricky transition. I got a God who can give my taxes out of a fish. <laughs> Listen, at the early part of the disciples calling, they, they fished all night. They're professional fishermen. They catch nothing. Jesus says, cast your nets out into the deep. Peter said, we fished all night and we haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I'll do it. They throw it out and all of a sudden they got the biggest paycheck they ever had in their life. That happens again after the resurrection. Remember, Peter is impatient waiting for Jesus to show up there in Galilee. And he says to the guys, I'm going fishing. They said, we'll go with you. He goes out fishing. They catch nothing. And there's a figure on the shore. It's Jesus. Hey, did you guys catch anything? No. Cast your nets on the other side. They're thinking, that's interesting. They cast their nets on the other side. And again, biggest paycheck they ever got. And there on the shore, Jesus says to Peter, do you love me more than these? Where's your focus, Peter? Don't go backwards in the Christian life. Go forward. Go forward. And now I know I got a God that can take care of my needs. I got a God that can do miracles. He can get taxes out of fish. He can find fish where there is no fish, are no fish. So I got to be careful here now. The Pharisees were the religious leaders of the day, and yet they loved, loved money. Writer to Hebrews says, say it with me. Come on, you ready? Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Now, let me give you the second, which is the overall yeast of the Pharisees. The overall yeast of the Pharisees, Luke chapter 12 be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Basics of the Christian life. Learn to trust God. No matter what your circumstances in life. He's going to lead you in places where you're going to have need. He's going to lead you into difficult circumstances. Why? Same reason he did the Israelites. So that you'll learn that man does not live on bread alone. There's something in life beyond the physical. There's something in life beyond the financial. You got to go deeper. So learn to trust God with the needs of life. Don't make that your focus. And now in going deeper, watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees, which is the love of money and also in general just hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. They kept things hidden. Listen, you want to ruin your Christian walk. You want to ruin your growth. You want to eventually ruin your life hidden sin. This is a great challenge because we naturally hide things. We naturally hide things. You read the story in the book of Genesis, Adam and Eve, our great forefathers, they disobeyed God, you know, and when they realized they had disobeyed God, what they do? They try to cover their nakedness and they're hiding. They're hiding. <laughs> it's always humorous to me. They're hiding from God. Let's play hide and seek with God. They'll never find me here. But we do it. Hide from God. And God says to Adam, where are you? Right. God knew exactly where he was. He's hiding. And what did God want? God wanted him to come out of hiding, come out of hiding and confess. 
What is this you have done? The woman you gave me. (laughs) Wrong one. Give me another one. Ask the woman, what is this you have done? The serpent, the devil, he made me do it. All God's looking for is just come clean. Just come clean, would you? Would you just say what you did? Would you just confess? My goodness, again, more in my notes than I have time to go over, but, but look at how many people, how many people in the Bible, even in regard to money, the love of money, kept things hidden. Achan, first stop in the promised land, Jericho. He takes some of the, the loot and hides it in his tent. And the call goes out for him to come clean, but he doesn't. He plays Russian roulette with God. And you'll always lose. You'll always lose. Destroyed his life, brought his family down with him. Gehazi, servant of Elisha, a great prophet, and he takes some money and he hides it. Greatest time in the early church, Acts chapter 5, the church in Jerusalem, all kind of tremendous things are happening. You've got great Bible teaching. You've got miracles happening. And Ananias and Sapphira sell a piece of land. They kept back part of the prophet and they hid it. And in every one of those situations, every one of those situations, their sin found them out. You may be sure your sin will find you out. I'm telling you, before I became a Christian, I, I was so smart. I figured out ways to get around my parents. I thought it was a wonderful invention, whoever created Visine. And I thought I'll douse my eyes with Visine and it'll get the red out long enough for me to walk into the house. And if I have to get eye to eye to my grandmother and my mother, they won't see that I, my eyes are all red from smoking pot you know, all night. And I've told you before, not only uh, was it ingenious that I would use Visine, but I also became a kleptomaniac. Every time I was in a little convenience store, I'd steal a bottle of Visine. I had 13 bottles of Visine in my sock drawer. What was I doing? I was hiding, hiding, hiding. Went and saw a band. It was then North Myrtle Beach, and it wasn't, it wasn't all Myrtle Beach back in the day. It was about 80 years ago. Um, and I went to see a, a band in North Myrtle Beach called the Grassroots. And if, and if you know who the Grassroots are, you are about 80 years old. <laughs> and a great band. They had a lot of hits. And I went to see this band, and the drummer, I was a drummer, and the drummer had this bass drum, and he had the front cover off, and he had lined the bass drum, the shell, with, with about uh, an inch and a half of foam. And it gave it such a nice, cool sound. And so what do I do? As soon as I get back home, I go buy foam, I cut it out, and I put it on the inside of my bass drum and my, my bass drum and my drum kit in my bedroom. And, and one day it hit me. And this is how smart I was. This is how smart I was. You know, I not only knew about Visine, you know, but now, now, I got the perfect hiding place for my pot. And I thought if I put my pot in between the foam and the bass drum lining, nobody will ever find it. My mother will never find it. Nobody will ever find it. And you know what? For a long time, nobody did. It was my habit because the bathroom was right next to my bedroom. I would lock the doors in the bathroom in the evening. I would pull out my bag of pot. I would roll a few joints for the next morning before school. All right? And then I would lovingly lick the bag. It was a romance. Lovingly lick the bag and then put it back in the perfect hiding place in between the foam and my bass drum lining. And it was great. But if you find the perfect hiding place, you have to always remember to make sure you put it there. 
Don't ever leave it on the back of the toilet after you've rolled your joints for the next morning so that your mother or someone else might walk in, find the bag of pot, get it, walk into your bedroom and say, what is this? The point is, you're going to get caught. It's just a matter of time. Hidden sin, hidden sin will ruin you. Who you are and what you do when nobody else is around is that's who you really are. The pornography you're looking at, the pot you're smoking, the alcohol you're drinking, the things you're doing, it's going to ruin you. It'll ruin you. Come clean. Come clean. God wants to bless you. God doesn't want you to hit the wall. The before Christ days, that's one thing. But when I hit the wall in ministry a few years ago, and I was a mature Christian and a mature pastor that felt I had the freedom, and I exercised that freedom on a regular basis to have wine and to have beer. And I had a love affair with beer. I had a love affair with beer just like I had a love affair with pot before I came to know Christ. And it became such a habit, and it became a go-to on a regular basis when I hit the wall in ministry. And those days of hiding things came back. And I was hiding things from my wife, and I was hiding things from my children. And I'm ashamed of it. I'm ashamed, but thank God I didn't continue. Thank God I came to the place that I realized, and my wife, my wife, such a godly woman. They don't sound godly. They sound like the devil when they're saying it. You know? <laughs> but man, she said, you know, she said, she said, you know what your problem is? You're just not willing to give it up. And I thought I'd just take a hiatus and then I'd go back to the freedom in control. And she said one day, you know what your problem is? You're just not willing to give it up. And I couldn't get those words out of my mind, and I couldn't get those words out of my heart because it was God speaking to me through my wife. And you know what? She was right. And so I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Even though I, even, look, even though I, I still believe biblically, I believe biblically it's not necessarily a sin for a Christian to partake in alcohol. I don't believe that the Bible teaches that. But if for you it becomes a problem, then stay away from it. Give it up. And I gave it up. And you know what? I don't miss it. I just don't miss it at all. And I got a lot more money now. <laughs> Wine's expensive, man. Be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees. Now, I got to bring it to a close. Basic, learn to trust God. Get beyond the focus on the financial and the physical. Go deeper and understand. You better get your guard up. And one of the things you better guard, keep your lives free from the love of money. And don't you dare hide your sin because it'll ruin you. It'll ruin you. Walk in the light as he is in the light. I'm so happy that I got, I got nothing to hide. I really don't. I have nothing to hide. And you're not going to get perfection, but thank God. I still got, I got nothing to hide. I'm not hiding anything from my wife. I'm not hiding anything from my kids. Last but not least, we got to close. We got to close. Listen, listen, listen. Last but not least, watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees 
and that of Herod. That's an easy one. Here it is. The yeast of Herod, just living like the world. Well, what's the difference in the yeast of the Pharisees and hypocrisy in the yeast of Herod? Very simple. Pharisees keep up a religious front, and they're hiding it. When you're Herod, you're just, you're just going to do it. You're just going to do it. And everybody knows. Everybody knows the sin in your life. Everybody sees it. But you're just going to do it because Herod doesn't care. Jesus would not have warned about these yeast to his starting team if his starting team was not susceptible to these yeast. One of the, one of the key guys in partnership with the Apostle Paul in ministry was a man named Demas. And Demas, one of the saddest verses in the New Testament, came to a point because he loved this present world, he deserted. I've seen it happen. I've seen people that were committed. I've seen people that were involved in church. And they, for whatever reason, get to a point and the world becomes attractive and they all of a sudden, they just... Sometimes our children, our children were committed to the Lord until they went off to university. Very crucial time. And they get influenced by the things of the world. And all of a sudden, they're just living like hell. And they're not trying to hide it. They're just doing it. So Phariseeism keeps up the religious front, but it's hiding something. That's hypocrisy, hypocrisy. The yeast of Herod, the yeast of Herod is just like, I'm just going to do it. I don't care. That's just outright rebellion. It's both rebellion, but one has a religious front. Hypocrisy. The other says, I'm just going to do it. So here's the summary. Here's the summary. Challenges in the Christian life. Challenges to growth. Get beyond Get beyond, and it takes time. It takes time. It's a growth thing, but learn to trust God. Learn to trust God. This is the basics of the Christian life. God knows your need, so your focus is not on the physical and the financial. Your focus is on the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. And you start to go deeper. You start to go deeper. Now you're free from the love of money. And you've got to guard that. You've got to guard that because it can come back. It can come back. And so important, so, 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 so important, no hidden sin. You got hidden sin in your life? Come clean today, today, now. Confess your faults to one another. I think real freedom comes when you go to a Christian brother if you're a guy, go to a Christian sister if you're a girl, and you say, I need to confess this. And if you really want to be free of it, why wouldn't you tell somebody else? See, it's when you don't want to be free of it. That's when you say, well, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. No, no, no. no stop thinking about it. Are you so dull? Do you still not understand? It's going to ruin you. It's going to hurt you. It's not going to bring blessing to your life. Get rid of the hidden sin. And then keep yourself separate from the world. That doesn't mean living in a corner. It just means when everybody is living together and they're not biblically married don't you do it because the world's doing it. When everybody's saying, oh, it's okay for a guy to be with a guy as long as you love one another and a girl to be with a girl. No. Love them, but stand for truth. When the world says, this is the way to do it, and the Bible says, no, this is the way to do it, don't go the world's way. When the world says, we came from monkeys, say, you might have come from a monkey. I didn't. No, 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 no. Learn to trust God. Keep your lives free from the love of money. Don't hide sin. 
Thanks for joining Pastor Danny today to study the Gospels, the first four books of the New Testament. These books are the story of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and the Savior of the world. He came to save each person from sin. He offered himself as a sacrifice, taking the punishment your sins deserve. Today, you can have a new life because of Jesus. Are you ready to make that decision and give him your sins and accept his grace? If so, we're so happy for you, and we'd love to talk to you more about it. Please let us know by emailing us at info at ccfstpete.church. That's info at ccfstpete.church. We also want to encourage you to find a church home. Right now, we know that that's difficult, but we'd like to invite you to join us at Calvary Chapel Fellowship for our online services. At ccfstpete.church, we live stream every Saturday at 6 p.m., Sunday morning at 9 and 11, and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Join Pastor Danny to learn more from the Bible and to spend time with us worshiping our Savior. You can also explore more teachings from this series and others at our website. One more time, that's ccfstpete.church. That's all the time we have for today. Know that we're praying for you. And we hope you'll join us again next time to continue studying the Gospels right here on The Living Word.